Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Log Talk Radio. This is the Chauncey Show where we're always right, and we're never left. We put God first and politics second. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have as my guest today, very dear friend of mine, former now a member of the Utah platform, Republican PAC. She is still fighting in the trenches, trying to influence policy and get America First candidates elected to the State House. Let me welcome to the show my dear friend, Mary Burkett. How are you? I'm, I'm great, Chauncey. How are you doing? Long time no speak. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing well. However, I am disappointed cool. at the direction that the country is going. I'm, uh, I'm really disappointed on how American people are being left behind since you asked me that loaded question. We're taking care of <laughs> since you asked me that question, I'm gonna finish. You know, oh, yeah. the, Bi- the Biden administration wants to take care of illegal aliens. We have homeless people on the street. We have children on the street. We have a mental health care crisis, a veteran crisis. And this president yep. wants to take care of everybody but American citizens. They, he wants to give families $450,000. Please, why don't you give me $450,000? I could I mean, pay off. I could pay off. The, I mean, that's pay off the mortgage money, right? And that's, you know, I could pay off. Thanks. It is ridiculous what is going on in our country today. And I could never believe that a person can ruin our country in six months. Oh. I never, I never thought it was possible, Mary. I, uh, as a person of faith, I I see it. This is, you know, uh, what some people call the adversary or the evil one. He has lots of names, but we can all see how he is behind this. And how often, um, you know, he uses pride, he 
he uses um, material things to entice people to do his will. And we need people of faith who are sure in their faith to stand up. And I'll tell you where I live, St. George, Utah. We had a huge demonstration last Saturday. I was unable to attend, but there's another one this Saturday for medical freedom in, in front of our big, we have a huge medical center here at the Cancer Center, and, and it's, it's huge. Um, and there were about 600 people last Saturday. This Saturday, I'm sure that number is going to double, and it was against the vaccine mandate. And we're telling our state legislators, don't you dare let the federal government mandate anything here in Utah. And they are in special session right now. And everybody we know, that I know, that my friends in politics know, we're telling people. In fact, three of my six children have just gotten really involved. And they have sent letters or, or emails to their um, state reps to say, don't you dare, don't you dare let the federal government or our governor, who's supposed to be a Republican, come up with a vaccine mandate. It is unconstitutional. Stop it. And it's evil. And I think when we see evil, we have to call it out. You know, um, I absolutely agree with you 100%. And before we go back to Utah, we're going to finish this brief conversation. Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. uh, posted um, the constitutional articles that make it federally illegal for any institution to mandate vaccines. Let me clarify that. The President of the United States is not a doctor. He's not a medical professional. You cannot – schools are not doctors. They're not medical professionals. You cannot mandate a vaccine or a mask or anything that can alter someone's health because you don't have the authority to do it. People, we need to wake up. Whether you're for vaccines or not, it's not the point. It's not the government's right. responsibility to impose its will upon the people. It is not. We're supposed to live in a free society, my body, my choice. But you hit the nail on the head, Mary, when you talked about we are in a spiritual warfare right now. Okay? Right. And right yeah, now, yeah. It, it, yeah. And it, right, and it appears that the devil's winning the battle, but he's not winning it. Because all of God's children, and I know you're one and I'm one, we're standing up against this evil and against this satanic corruption that is going on in America today with the media, the politicians, the government, everything. And we must call it out. And you're right. Where are our religious leaders, our Christian leaders, our Jewish leaders, our Muslim leaders, our Protestant leaders, where are you standing up against all of these immoral acts that are taking place in our country? It troubles right. me. You know, just yep. because your plate gets full every week, okay, with money, and you're on television, you haven't arrived. No one has arrived until you're six feet in that grave. We are all our brothers and sisters keepers. And, you know, it's very disappointing. But, Mary, this is your show. I don't want to go off into a tangent. I want to talk (laughs) about, (laughs) because we get very excited. You know, I want to talk about the Utah, yeah, the Utah 
Platform Republican Fact is the political action committee that you are very much engaged in groundwork and trying to alter or create and and influence policy as well as helping electing candidates that put people first. So talk about – Right, exactly. Yeah. So if you want to talk about that a little bit or before we get into that, talk about how your PAC influenced this past election cycle or last uh, election and also positive and negative impacts of it because that's fresh. We can talk oh, about sure. that. <clears throat> sure. So in January of 2020, uh, a man named Larry Myers, he's an attorney here in St. George, formed the Republican Platform Political Action Committee. And the mission of the PAC is to raise money and to vet constitutional conservative candidates running for our state legislature Mm -hmm. and to fund them and help them. Now, we really, because of COVID, we didn't really do a whole lot until fall of last year. We raised about $20,000 in a couple of months, and we vetted a lot of candidates and four of the six candidates that we endorsed and helped to fund won their seats in the state legislature last fall. So that was kind of our, our litmus test, that yes, we can be an influence, yes, we can find good candidates, yes, we can raise money. Now, all the money is very small donations, but that's okay, because Utah is somewhat unique in that Utahns uh, volunteer more than any other group of people in the country, more than any other state, and they give more to charity than any other state. So Mm -hmm. it's tough to get people to give to politicians or politics, but we managed it. We did it. We raised $20,000 in a very short period of time. So we knew we can do this. And so for this year, we've been raising more money. We had a big event in October, and we called it We Can Act. It was a Liberty Conference, and we had incredible speakers who came from all over the country, all over the world. Uh, We had couples, uh, we had two couples that bought tickets. They're from Hawaii. Amazing. People from Utah were there, obviously, Arizona, Nevada, Montana, Idaho, Colorado, Wyoming. It was amazing. And we had about 3,000 people there. We were hoping for 10,000, but since we've never done this before, 3,000 was just amazing for two days a Friday and a Saturday, and we, ca- we had speakers that addressed um, hardening the electrical grid. We had teachers or, or speakers who talked about um, vaccines, about COVID, about the lies that the government has told about COVID. We talked about infrastructure. We, we, those 3,000 people left more informed, more educated than ever before, and we've gotten so much great feedback when are you doing this again? Because we want to do it next year. And then going forward with that group of people, we are going to be sending them a monthly email with little clips of some of the speakers that appeared to remind them of what they learned while they were there. And it was called We Can Act because it's a Western Conservative Action Network, but also because we know we can act and we must act. And there are four of us. So this is really interesting. Only four people put this thing together. Four women, four moms, four grandmothers. Uh, we, we put this thing together, and we made it work. And it was so exciting, so great. We had problems with our venue. 
right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We had a problem. We had several problems with our vendors. It was obvious that they really didn't want that event there. They didn't. They were not supportive. Uh, they did things contrary to their contracts. But you know what, Chauncey? We kept going. Every time they threw an obstacle up, we found a solution and we just kept going. And that's that in and of itself is a great example to other Americans. You know, our keynote speaker was General Michael Flynn. And he, he spoke on Friday, but he started with us on that Friday morning at 7 a.m. at a breakfast and stayed with us literally all day until about 9 o'clock at night. That's how important it was for him to interact with people and to get the message out and to tell people, you know, this is what you have to do. And, and one of his big things, and, and I hate to say it, but I have to agree, don't give your money to the Republican Party. Don't give your money to the Democrat Party. Find those good candidates and give your money to them directly. Bypass the parties because the parties are one of the reasons. I mean, think about this, Chauncey. The Repub National Republican Party raised a ton of money on a stolen election but used not even one dime of that money that they raised to help prove the fraud. Not one penny. That was my wake-up call to quit giving money to parties, to give it to individuals, to find those great candidates and give it to them directly, make those donations directly. It go farther, but also you cut out the middleman. Yeah, because I agree 100%. I mean, I left the Republican Party. Well, I'm still a registered Republican. I left yes. the party as a as an officer in 2018, and um, I, I just I can't. The Republican Party, they need to do so many things different. You know, you're talking about one aspect of holding on to money. This past election, they failed to put challengers at every district across the country. They failed to fund candidates in in cities and urban areas like like California, like Joe Collins against Maxine Waters. I mean, they did an atrocious job. And then, like I said, the GOP, right. if they want to have a future, if they do not start engaging in these cities, these major cities throughout the country that Democrats have decimated, that is their only hope. Because if not, if not, we're we're going to keep losing. Now we have the win at our back now because Joe Biden, Kamala Harris is such a disaster. I mean, it's hard to vote yeah. for anyone else, anybody who is at least conscious. But in the long right. run, <laughs> right? But in the long run, the GOP has to establish an infrastructure where they're infiltrating cities, but they're engaging in the education, social, and economic, and nonprofit fabric of these communities, and not only election time. They have to care about the well-being of people, and they have to demonstrate that not only through policy, but through economics and by their physical presence. If not, the Republican Party I believe is not going to move anywhere. They have to. I start agree, and you know out. what? <clears throat> One of our speakers, um, Patrick Byrne, who started uh, Overstock. Um, you know, he he uh, he know he lives in Florida now. He's he resigned from Overstock, and he's off doing his own thing. One of the things that really opened my eyes, um, we actually went to a similar event in Anaheim in July of this year, and he said. No, there was no widespread fraud 
and that kind of caught everybody off guard. He said, you don't need it. All you needed to do was zero in on six counties. Mess with the elections in those six counties, and your guy is going to win. And he laid it all out. And two of our speakers were state senators, Sonny Borelli and Wendy Rogers from Arizona. They were two of the people who headed up the forensic audit effort in Arizona that showed, yes, there was fraud. Um, it, it was so interesting to learn this, that the people, and I believe it's Barack Obama behind the curtain. I think he's the Wizard of Oz, and he's behind the curtain manipulating everything. I think that those folks, who, he and, and those who surround him, and those in the Biden administration who are close with him, I think that they knew enough to know, let's just pick the six counties that are going to be the easiest to mess with. And that's what they did. And we mm-hmm. all need to be aware of that. And, and it's, it, I think that's one of the things that has awakened, has awakened more people than anything else. The obvious fraud and wanting to understand it. Um, because I'll tell you, when people really dig into this, their jaws drop. They can't believe this is America where things like this happen. Um, and if you it just hear in on those six counties, you'll, you'll see what happens. Election fraud and corruption has been going on for decades. It's only been highlighted as a result of the Trump campaign. I worked elections. Do not tell me that fraud. Look at what happened in New Jersey. One night the Republican governor won. The next night, uh, all of a sudden now, the the Democratic governor wins. But you got 70,000 mail-in ballots are out. And then the governor, the Democratic governor, is telling the Republican challenger, oh, you're not American. Really? You're not American because you're challenging the the results to make sure it's a fair election, that every vote is counted? That's not American? Right. I I don't don't understand how these politicians, Democrats, I don't know how to get away with saying this stupid, idiotic stuff. Just like Murphy yeah. had stated during COVID, the justification of keeping liquor stores open, but closing, but you can't go and pray. I mean, this stuff right. is really beyond the pale. Uh, and like I said, people of faith should be standing up at an alarming rate, and they're sitting down in the background like nothing's going on. Well, I'll tell you, I say, here in the Western U.S., yeah, mm-hmm. people are waking up here in the Western U.S., and, and uh, you know, California is kind of the bellwether. Um, there's a lot going on there that the media won't report. But if you talk to people you know in California, you'll, you'll hear about demonstrations. You'll hear about um, people standing up. You'll hear about churches staying open, even though the state wanted them closed. I mean, you'll hear about that stuff, because, but the media won't report it. You just need to talk to people who live there, and they'll tell you what's really happening. Um, you know, even Orange County that went pretty liberal for a while, it's turning back to being more conservative. Thank goodness. Um, of course, in California, if you get rid of San Francisco, L.A., and San Diego, you've got a conservative state of California. Um, the people outside of the big cities are very conservative. Of course, that's how it is here in Utah as well. Um, Chauncey, can I share an experience with your audience, with you and your audience, that I had over the summer about the vaccine yes. mandate stuff? Please. I, um, okay, my parents have four children. I'm the last guy standing, which is very weird because I'm really too young to have all three of my siblings who have passed away. It's very weird, especially since our parents were very elderly when they died. So 
I was in California at the City of Hope, wonderful, world-renowned cancer center, with my brother. Uh, his wife has Parkinson's. She's in a wheelchair. She couldn't be at the hospital with him. And so my niece, my nephew, and I, we all kind of, you know, figured out a schedule. And we, we, he did so much better when a family member was with him. He had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He had it for 18 years in remission most of the time. But for whatever reason, uh, he was a Vietnam vet you know, Agent Orange exposure. Um, at the beginning of June, it just sort of took off. It came out of remission. They tried everything. So he was going to die, and we knew it. But he needed somebody at the hospital with him. When we got there in June, my niece got there a little before me, and we heard the story of how he got hospitalized. He'd been in the hospital over three weeks, had never seen his wife in that whole time because of their very I, – I, there was one nurse in particular I called the Nazi. Um, she was, the rules meant more to her than her patients. We figured out a way to get my sister-in-law, wheelchair and all, in the hospital to see my brother, to talk to him, the joy on his face when she came in the room. And then it all, after about 10 minutes, kind of blew up because the Nazi nurse found out that she, my sister-in-law was there. And she, anyway, it got very ugly very quickly. The next day, one of the doctors came in. I stepped in the hall to talk to him. And I, I said, you know, we had quite a brouhaha here yesterday. And he said, yeah, we all got an email about it. But he was smiling. He thought it was great, right? And I said, you know what? That nurse was so horrible, truly evil in my eyes. I would have gone to jail to give my brother that few minutes of pure joy that I saw on his face. I don't care. And I realized in that moment I had hit the hill I was willing to die on. I'm going to make sure my brother has everything, not just the medical treatment, but the emotional support that he needs. So you fast forward, I get home, I'm telling my husband about this, who is an MD, by the way, uh, retired now but from seeing patients, but he's an MD. And he said something I thought was very wise. He said, you know, doctors are technicians, families are healers. And when I said to him, if I had gone to jail over that, would you have bailed me out? He says, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You did what your brother needed. And, and these hospitals that are getting so hung up on their rules and regulations about how many people can be in a room and, and masks and gloves and all those things, they're missing the boat. They're taking care of bodies, but they're not taking care of people. And... Uh, that was a very regulatory experience for me. I know the hill I'm willing to die on. I know now. And it was a wonderful experience. It was sad, frustrating. So fast forward to August. We know my brother's going downhill, and the hospital changes their requirements. And you are vaccinated. You have to be vaccinated and show proof. Now, that's the state of California. Uh, and you have to show proof that you're vaccinated. I had to make a choice, principal over serving my brother. I chose to get the, the Johnson & Johnson one shot because I knew my brother's going to be dead soon, and I don't have to go back and get the booster if I don't want it. So I did that. And it was a wonderful I would I would have kicked myself had I not been there when he passed away to see him take his last breath. Um, over a shot. So once oh again, I goodness. learned, okay, this is the hill. No, this is the hill I will die on. 
And as a person of faith, I saw the very clear choice. I chose service. I chose serving my brother. We are all going to have very similar, um, very similar choices, and we have to know who we are. We have to know as individuals, is this the hill I'm willing to die on? And we're all, I, I believe with all my heart, in the next year, everyone in this country, every adult is going to have to come to that conclusion. Where is your floor? Where is the hill you're going to die on? And do it. I'm very sorry for the loss of your brother. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. I know he's happy where he is. I, I know he's happy. Um, uh, he's a, you a know, younger sister, and he are probably driving everybody crazy with their sarcasm, but, uh, <laughs> and their jokes. But, yeah. yeah, it just, these experiences are for our good, and, and we're all going to have to make tough, tough, tough choices. Now, does it mean you're going to lose your job? In some cases, yeah, you're going to lose your job. And does it mean that you're going to have to sell your home to have the money you need to fight? Yep, for some people, that's what it's going to mean. And we all have to be very aware of the price that we may be called upon to pay. And are we willing to pay it? Thank you for sharing that experience with my listeners and and myself that's I'm a little taken back. Uh, of course, the choice is clear. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. To... I'm sorry. Yeah. What happened? Um, no. Oh, no. no I just, I, no, I, I'm just saying I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shock you. <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, well, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I am a little taken back yeah. um, that you had to choose between seeing your brother for the last time uh, in a shot. Um that's probably the only time that I would do it. If not, I'm not going to take the shot. Right. But that's me personally. Oh, yeah. But you're right. Yep. If I'm placed yep. in a position, uh, you know, you know, the thing is, though, is as we talk about the vaccine, the fear, the propaganda uh, does not equate to the justification of the data. If you contract right. COVID-19, you have a 98.2% survival rate. That means that you have a 1.8% chance of dying. People, right. the data does not, and even, it's not even a pandemic. It's a flu, it's a cold. In 1989, yeah. the American Medical Journal listed coronavirus as a common cold. Now, let's talk about politics yeah. for a second. Donald Trump gets elected yeah. president. He goes after Big Pharma. He wants them to lower drug prices. They lose money under Donald Trump's presidency. What happens? A year before the re-election, this guy named Fauci comes out and says, watch, there's going to be a, there's, <clears throat> there's going to be a virus coming out during, uh, during the end of, uh, and it's on YouTube, during Trump's uh, re-election. Yeah. How, how does he know this? Yeah. But now, Fast right. forward, the ironic thing is you place this fear out here, but what people don't realize is that the pharmaceutical companies in one year made $35 billion. Now, if this shot is so great, 
When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products but nothing seemed to work for them, I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art support. It's a light up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. You're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art Supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. Why do I need one booster, two boosters, three boosters? And why are people with the shot contracting COVID again and dying? I mean, right. people, wake up. I'm saddened that you had to be put in that position to choose your brother's life over your life. And that's what the government is doing to people. That's not a government for the yeah. people, by the people, of the people. And I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, but I, I am that's upset. Right. I am upset that you have been manipulated. And that's all they've been trying to do since this coal has yep. come out, this, the new flu COVID, is that they have been fearing-mongering, manipulating people. You know, like now, now there's a black doctor on trying, oh, well, you know, a lot of blacks haven't gotten the shot. And yeah, really? And guess what? We're still not dying. So what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I have to go for surgery. I had to go. See, now, I've never gotten tested until recently. <laughs> now, right. I know I don't have COVID because I know my body. Right. I know what I take. Yep. I know the vitamins. I know the foods. I was negative. Right. And I'm not going to contract COVID. Yeah. I've, never, I've never even taken the flu shot. And for those that are listening, yeah. they have homeopathic remedies, D3, zinc, uh, come on, vitamin C. We can go on and on to boost your own immune system naturally. People, we are being manipulated right. for the profit of big pharma and for these corrupt politicians that are making backs off of big pharma. Yep. There is no crisis. People walk around like people are dropping dead when they catch COVID. It's sad. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very heartbroken for the loss of any life. However, hospitals get paid for listing death. COVID related. They get money. Yep. Yep. So people have been dying and they've been lying about how they're dying. Yep. This is immoral. And, you know, yeah, here's here's another lie. You know, that um, putting people on ventilators saves their lives. No, it doesn't. Ventilators (laughs) are killing people because they're not, they're, they're not allowing the body to naturally get back to where it's supposed to be. Exactly. Um, and, I, you know, when, and, and here's an incident. Um, my husband has helped some people over the last few months with 
you know, uh, getting uh, ivermectin and, and some of the other things, you know, hydroxychloroquine, that sort of thing. And there were two separate cases at the same time that he was trying to help. One, it was someone that we know, she's our mortgage banker. I mean, she, she helped us buy our home. She was in her early 60s in the hospital with COVID, and the family had said, no ventilator. Let her body do what it's supposed to do. And she was conscious and aware, and she want, that, that was her wish, no ventilator. Give me the drugs, give me whatever you got, but don't put me on a ventilator. Her family were adamant. One day, the hospital talked to, and, and her family had worked out a schedule, so a family member was always with her because they'd heard how hospitals are sneaky about this stuff. Her daughter who was coming, the daughter who was leaving the ICU, the daughter coming in, got held up by one of the nurses, and when she walked into her mother's room, her mom was on a ventilator. Sneaky crap, right? Um, and that woman did ultimately die. And they sent emails out saying, don't let, if your parent, your family member, somebody you love is in the hospital and you don't want them on a ventilator, don't leave them alone in their room for even 10 seconds because as soon as they do, they're going to put your loved one on a ventilator. You have to have somebody in the room at all times 24-7. Sneaky stuff. Um, but ventilators are killing people. It's immoral and it's satanic. Yep. The yep. COVID, well, uh, you know, like I said, this stuff, we are, you know, I have to um, go back to uh, Ephesians 11 and, and, and 12. You know, every time I think um, about what is going on, uh, that we are in a spiritual war, a warfare. Oh, you know, sure. and yeah, you know, according to the eternal purposes which he proposed. Well, that's I'm paraphrasing it. Um, it's Ephesians 11. Let's let's have a little prayer today. Or is Ephesians 12? I don't want to. I don't want to misquote it. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this dark darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Those of faith like you and I know that the time is at hand, and we understand that the devil's time is near, and that's why he's rearing his head, and he is trying to influence everything, media, commercials, everything, everything. We see it, but we know. And all right. we could do right. is continue to talk and raise a level of conscience to people to wake them up. Now, some people aren't going to get woken up. It's a fact. Some people are going to die sleeping or being sheep. But if, we can, but if we can save, well, we have a responsibility as children of God to try to save as many as we can and to try to share the love, speak the truth. You know, so, you know, that's our, that's my, our job every day, you know. And, you know, we see clearly what's going on. Because we have the blessing of the Most High's covering over us. And I ask those who right. do not believe, please seek a higher power. I don't care what you call them, because there is something greater right. than you in this universe. And until you submit yourself yep. to the universe and you keep trying to impose your will, remember, we are energy spiritual beings. 
If you put positive energy out there, positive energy comes back. If you put negative energy out there, negative energy comes back. My hat is off to you, Mary. You went from running for Congress to going right back in the ground again, hitting the ground running, trying to influence policy, get elected candidates. See, this is what it's about. You know, you are a real public servant. It's not only when you're running. Service to the community is all year round, no matter what position you hold. We are all our brother and sister's keeper. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Mary, I love doing the show with you. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show. I have my dear friend, former U.S. congressional candidate from Utah, second district, now a member of the Utah Platform Republican Pact, working on the ground, influencing policy, educating voters with Mary Barquette. She has never stopped working since she's ran for office twice, I believe. Right, Mary? I believe you ran twice or once. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, twice. Yeah. 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 And I've held held, um, county party office and uh, yeah, I've been I've been doing this for a very long time. I started one day when I heard something on television that I knew was wrong about the Constitution, and I stopped what I was doing, went in the other room where we had bookshelves with the copy Constitution. I looked it up and I thought, okay, how many other things have I heard over the years that were untrue about the Constitution? And I was I wasn't paying attention and I didn't realize. And I got active right away after that. Um, we're losing our constitutional rights. They are God-given. And we all have to understand that, and we all have to find our place where we can stand up. We can't be all things to all people, but we can choose that one issue that really matters to us and focus on that, become the expert on that, and influence our community. Now, there's a, a fellow, and, and you might even know him, Chauncey. His name is Mark, is it Mark Robertson? He lives in one of the Carolinas. He was just a dad at a school board meeting. He showed up and said his piece. He ended up being uh, lieutenant governor of one of the yes, Carolinas, I, I think. <laughs> yes, he's a lieutenant governor he's of South Carolina. Awesome. Mark Ro- <laughs> yeah, yes, South he Carolina. Is. He's awesome. And he was, he you know, he started out, he was a dad who showed up at a school board meeting and told the school board, the, the school board what was right. That's all he did. And then isn't there a truck driver in New Jersey who won the election against a, a Democrat incumbent who's head of the Senate, the state yes. Senate in New Jersey? Yes, that he is correct. He just stood up. <laughs> he just yes. stood up. Think of what's happening. Those two men are shining lights for the rest of us. They showed us how to do it. They didn't have any other motive. They had no ulterior motive like so many people who run for office. Um, they, they didn't have a motive. They didn't, um, this wasn't about them. This was about right and wrong. And they stood up for what was right and they won. But winning wasn't why they started. That's the part that we all have to understand. Winning an election isn't how you start. You start by speaking up. You speak up and you organize events like the demonstrations demonstrations we have had this whole week in my little city where I live. Um, 
that's where it all starts. But those two men, the fellow in uh, New Jersey and the fellow in South Carolina, they showed us how it's done. We need to follow their example. You know, people are starting to wake up and realizing that we want to elect people like us. We're tired of politicians. And we see that all across the country. You know, we've been lied to consistently. At some point, people are going to wake up and say, listen, okay, you've lied to me enough. You know, I'm going to change my vote. The Democratic Party has been a disaster for over the past half century on every level. And anyone who pays attention to politics the Democratic Party has done nothing for the people of this country except spend taxpayers' money, put us further in debt. Right. Because I ask people, name right. me one policy that the Democrats put in place, not only to advance their most loyal voting bloc, blacks, but to advance America. Because all the major policies that really had an impact on civil rights, people's health, has really been by Republicans. Education has been by Republicans. You can't find one major policy that the Democrats put in place because they can't even say the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> because yeah. most, oh, yeah. most the, the Republicans <laughs> mostly voted for it, and they try to block it, the Democrats. That's for people who know history, you know? Right. The yeah. Voting Rights Act. Yeah. Republicans, again. But again, also, let's look at, let's okay, also look at this horrific spending. Far too many Republicans in Congress go along with the spending. And, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, if I'm remembering my history correctly, year after year after year, the Democrats would get the budget they wanted and say the Republicans will make cuts next year. And the Republicans never held the Democrats' feet to the fire and said, you you told us if we voted for your budget last year, you would work with us this year to make cuts. Now let's sit down and make cuts. Republicans never did that. Republicans, even today, Republicans in both houses of Congress do what they call, well, we have to compromise to get along. No, you don't. You don't even have to get along. You got to get the business done. And what you do is you start by standing up for what you know is right, and you quit the crazy spending. And, And unfortunately, the crazy spending went on during the Trump administration as well. Um, It's unfortunate that that happened. It shouldn't have happened. But it did. And so we have to be very realistic as voters that we're not talking white hats and black hats. Both parties have both types of people. We've got to make sure we're electing those people who are going to do what they say and say what they're going to do. And I believe also we should have term limits. I do not believe that people should be sitting in Congress for 30, 20, 40, 50 years. How do you go in mm-hmm. as a congressman, being a, a school teacher, and then you come out being one of the richest people in Congress, and you've only been a congressman right. for 14, 20 years? I mean, really? How do you become a millionaire on a six-digit salary I, 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 yep. where most people that make a six-digit salary have a family, you got to pay for school, coffee, your kids? I mean, how do you make it? You can't even make it on two salaries today. So how does a congressman become how does Maxine Water become a multi how did their children become multimillionaires? Yep. Yep. Oh hey, out know, here in the West, Harry Reed. 
Harry Reid, mm-hmm. he's the shining light. He's the guy that, you know, he's wealthy now. Um, after, what, 20 years between the House and the Senate? Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we have to start asking ourselves those questions. How in the world do these people become wealthy? Exactly. How is it that a sitting member of Congress can have two mortgages, you know, one in Washington, D.C. for about $600,000 and one here in Utah for $250,000 and make ends meet? How do they do that? Now, it could be the house they own in the Washington, D.C. area. He rents out rooms or something to other members of Congress. But, that, but, but still, how do you pay the mortgage on a $600,000 house and pay a mortgage in Utah? I, I, it's beyond me. I don't get it um, unless you've had some kind of, you know, special treatment. Yeah, I'll still keep uh, collecting uh, my digital coupons from ShopRite. And, yeah. <laughs> and go shopping like yeah. all the rest oh, of the yeah. American, <laughs> the rest of the Americans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's un- unbelievable. Mary, uh, I always have a wonderful time when you come on my show. We've covered so many issues uh, from national to state, to voters' rights, education, to everything, vaccines, COVID. Um before we go, I would like for you to share, if you have it handy, if not, I think I do, um, the website where if people want to donate uh, to Utah Platform Republican PAC, can you please share that information? And also, if they want to contact you to appear you know, on a show or they want some political advice, can you please share that information with my audience? Okay, yeah. Um, you can reach me, and I'll give you, your listeners my email address, mwb1951 at yahoo.com. And the Platform Republican PAC is it's just platformrepublicansingular.com. Yes, yes. And as a matter of fact, and if you want to donate, I believe it's platformrepublican.com forward slash donate is the exact link to donate directly. I just pulled it up, man. Right, right. <clears throat> yep, and yeah, yeah, and if you go, if you just go to platformrepublican.com, there's a donate button. We, we want your donations, absolutely. You know, we were one of the few groups here in Utah who passed the censure of Mitt Romney. Um, he is not the guy we thought he was. Well, most of us knew that before he got elected, um, and and it's highly likely he's got what three and a half years left, and he'll probably not run again. Can't imagine that he would. Um, but um, yeah, just donate to us, help us out. What we're doing is we want to make sure that the House of Representatives and the State Senate here in Utah are filled with conservatives, and we want to help you do the same in your state. Um, so the more, you know, obviously the more donations we get, the more maybe we can help other states. We can branch out. We can help you start your own PAC in your state so that you can do the same uh, that we are doing. Because that's what it's going to take to get us back to our constitutional roots. We need state legislators who understand that we are sovereign states and we don't have to keep going to the federal government with our hat in our hands um, asking for education money or any of those things. We can be sovereign states. That's what we're supposed to be. 
and that's really at the core of, of what we're trying to do. Mary, thank you so much for not only your commitment to Utah, but your commitment to America to continue to educate, raise our level of consciousness, engage voters in policy participation. Thank you. Uh, you are an example of what we all need to be doing, playing some role in trying to make our state and, and country better. Uh, I want to thank you so much for your service, and I'm so blessed and humbled to have your friendship, you know, um, for as long as we have, and that I know you well. Oh, so right back at you. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, back, right back at you, my friend. Uh, this is great. Hey, have me come back anytime. Thank you. And if you have an announcement that you would like to make on an event or something, please let us know. We would be more than happy to try to promote it for you. Uh, and if you want to come on the awesome. show and talk about it, you know, please, whatever we can do to help you, that's what we're here for. We're an American first show. We the people, uh, we are here for America, for the Constitution, for the Bill of Rights, for liberty, freedom. You know, we're here for the people. We're not here for, you know, special interests, big money to influence what we say. You know, we you know, we rely on small donations. But you hit the nail on the head and I, I just wanna highlight it. Do not donate to the Republican Party. Donate yep. to a political action committee or a nonprofit that's engaged in voter registration, voter education, make sure you please check where you're spending your money. We saw what the Republican yep. GOP did to us, us meaning 80 million Trump supporters, American patriots. You saw what they did to us. Let's take that yep. 80 million people, if it's $1 a piece, that's $80 million that we can put all of us, $1 a piece, that's $80 million that we can influence all of the next elections. So we just have to come together. Right, and if right. we all donate a dollar, then we could pick five or ten packs. That's what, $10 for me? If all of the $80 million oh, yeah. do that, we can have the candidates that we want, the policies that we want to implement, and we could have the protection of the Constitution, the way it is written for all Americans, the way it's supposed to be, where government no right. longer will be our daddy. <laughs> because he, right. he's trying he's yeah. trying to be. He's trying to be, and they <laughs> <Yeah>. want to be. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, presenting them, they're, they're presenting themselves like a sugar daddy, which, hey, I, that sounds good to me. However, that's not what they are. <laughs> And we don't want a sugar daddy. We can fix things ourselves. Thank you very much. Get out of the way. Um, yeah. But, it, it, but Mary, normally sugar daddies bring their own money. I don't know a sugar daddy yeah. that takes oh, money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this must be this must be a new role for the sugar daddies because yeah. now sugar daddies are using other people's money. To sugar their daddies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, Mary. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> Mary, thank you very much. You had a great time. Uh, like I said, if I could help you in any way, if you have any events you want us to promote, you want to come back on the show, we'd be more than happy to have you. Thank you so much for all you do. 
Thank you. From Utah Thank you. And Thank America. you, Kelsey. Yeah, you're God. one of the good guys, and and we are we are going to meet in person after all the conversations we've had. We are definitely Absolutely. one of these days we are going to meet in person. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I am looking forward to it. I haven't been to Utah actually in about 15 or 20 years. I love Utah, beautiful state. Yeah. I love the mountain. It's beautiful. It's simply beautiful. It's fresh air. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the Northeast, so you know how bad the air is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're in the southern part of the state, so. Our air is really good. Um, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. Awesome. So thank God, you again. I really appreciate this. I appreciate it just as much. And God bless you and your family. And I wish you and the pack uh, the best of luck. I know that you will do well in these upcoming elections. You have a primary coming up uh, this spring. So I know that your pack will be working very, very yep. hard to educate the voters, influence policy, and get the candidates yep. you need to move Utah forward. God yep, bless you absolutely. and your family, Mary, and take hey, care. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Tansi. Take you care. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Chauncey Show, where we're always right, never left. We put God first and politics second. That's why we're here. We're here for you, the American people. We put you first. Well, we put you second. We put God first. But we're thankful to be here. We're thankful to speak truth to power. We thank you all for your support. If you're able to, we, you know, rely on small donations, and we thank all of those who donate monthly and who've donated in the past. Uh, PayPal me the Chauncey Show. PayPal me the Chauncey Show. That will keep us up and running for another month. We appreciate all of your support. This Thursday, we have former U.S. congressional candidate James P. Bradley from California running for U.S. Senate. He will be in the studio Thursday. My brother from another mother, dynamic patriot, veteran. He is going to be in our studio on Thursday. That's going to be an exciting show, so please tune in. You can follow The Chauncey Show on all social media outlets, Getter, Parler, Gab, all of them. It's The Chauncey Show. Only on Twitter is The Chauncey Show USA because we've been suspended so we had to create a new handle. So everywhere else is the Chauncey Show, and on Twitter, Chauncey Show USA. I'm your host, New York Talk Radio host, NY Talk Radio host, and you could find me all over the place. Just uh, Google New York Talk Radio host, and you'll find me. I'm on social media platforms. I want to thank all of my thousands of followers and supporters for your comments and for retweeting and resharing my post. Thank you. You're the reason why I continue to do what I do because of your support, and I'm extremely thankful and blessed for it. God bless you all. Have a good evening, and remember, keep the faith. Good night now. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you.
Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. That time you got home from a week of double shifts and your dog didn't recognize you. He hates me. He hates me. Do you want a treat? You want a treat? Oh. You knew it was time for something new. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, you can find jobs with the work-life balance and salary you want. Plus, build a resume and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com.